Hey, what's going on everybody? Amir Fazeli here from Adonis Athletics, uh, where the strong belong, and you're listening to another episode of Bars, Plates, and Protein Shakes. So, in today's episode, uh, I want to talk about uh, the need to, or really the lack of need to, uh, increase weight week on week, session after session, uh, in order to progress in, in training. I mean, obviously, we know that training is about progressive overload, right? And what we take that to mean is that every session, we are supposed to be increasing the weight that we are doing, increasing the reps that we are doing, increasing whatever we did from the last time that we did it. That's what people take it to mean, right? And... Like along with that, uh, there is a uh, misconceived idea that if you don't increase your weight or increase what you're doing session after session, week after week, then that's a sign that you are not improving, that you're not getting better. The truth is actually very, very far from that. Uh, and the thing is, uh, this, this truth starts to come out and is unescapable as you get uh, stronger and stronger as a strength athlete, you know, as just somebody who trains, as somebody who trains, you know, the longer you're involved in training, the more you will come to realize that uh, things just simply not only cannot be increased every week in whatever way you want, but more so that uh, you cannot increase every week and still progress, get stronger. In fact, you will be, much to your surprise, you will see that sometimes uh, a lot of better results come about through this sort of method, through this technique. I mean, it's not really even a technique, right? Through just this this, uh, paradigm shift, this understanding, if you want to call it that, if you want to think of it that way. So I'll give you a, a real life example. I'll give you a couple of real life examples. So uh, one of my online athletes was uh, Nathan Tannis. Nathan is a very gifted uh, powerlifter, very strong guy, excellent squatter. Uh, He uh, managed a a world record squat. So he set a world record squat of 305 kilos at under 83 kilos body weight. And in the lead up to um, to that record being set, uh, in his program, in his cycles, uh, for a few weeks, week after week, I would actually prescribe him uh, to repeat the same weight again and again on the squat uh, for, for the same sets, for the same reps, uh, with the same weight, right? So for example, I would prescribe that he do 280 uh, as long as it's within a certain you know, RPE range, a certain feel. Uh, for uh, a top set of a single or two sets of one again and again, week after week after week. Now, somebody who is maybe not as experienced in training and and, uh, what have you, somebody who's a bit newer, would look at that and automatically think, well, where is the progression here? I'm not progressing. Uh, So, you know, this program is, is wrong. How am I going to get better here? And 
on the front end, that's what it looks like. But the thing is, progressive overload is not about the week-to-week -week increase. Progressive overload is about the bigger picture, much bigger picture. So it's about what you're doing over the period of months, over the period of years. And if you were to graph the amount of workload that you do over the period of months and over the period of years, as long as that trend uh, on a uh, macro level, on a bigger level, you know, more bird's eye view looks like it's going up, then you're doing it right. Whereas people zoom in and look at things from a week to week perspective and see that, well, things are the same week after week. So how can I be getting better? You know, where's the progressive overload? And uh, the thing is, they are looking too close in. They've got a magnifying glass on when they need to be on a, at a bird's eye view, uh, you know, a thousand meters up looking in on, on what they're actually doing. So a lot of times plateaus get hit because of this expectation of needing to increase things uh, regularly week after week, you know, on things, needing to put on two and a half kilos on your bench press every single week, you know, and obviously we know that progressive overload is not linear. You're not going to just continue to put on weight on the bar forever and ever and just reach, you know, crazy amounts of weight after like three years in the game. We already know that. And the irony of it is that even though we already know that, it's still something that people expect, you know, because they, they sort of almost go into a panic mode of, well, I need to increase this week from last week. And the answer is you don't. You just simply don't. You don't need to. You don't have to increase this week from last week. First of all, uh, the concept of auto-regulation is very important to, to adhere to. And uh, what you really need to do is not increase uh, week after week, but, but instead adhere to the correct RPE week after week. And if that means that you go up in, in weight, then so be it. And if it means you don't go up in weight or even regress in weight, that's also totally fine. As long as you're keeping tabs on things uh, as you're going on over time, over a period of you know months, years, and things are improving, you're looking back on your training diaries, which is also why training diaries are so important. And you're seeing that uh, there is progress. There's definitely progress in that regard. So that should tell you that you are definitely on the right track in that regard. You shouldn't, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, you, it is really about uh, trusting the process at this point, you know, because a lot of times you will, you will embark on that journey and try and um, adopt that way of thinking, but it's easier said than done because, you know, you're three weeks in and you're kind of repeating the same weight and you start to think to yourself, it's very easy where you start thinking, well, you know, is this really going to work? Where am I going? Am I wasting my time? Did three weeks just go down the drain? Perfectly normal thoughts, but the answer is yes. Uh, you, you absolutely will be and can be improving, uh, provided the training stimulus is enough. Uh, another example I'll give you is me, myself, personally. So in the lead up to uh, the uh, state championships, which was on about uh, you know six weeks ago, um, for my training, uh, I would, for example, for the deadlift, right? I, my deadlift, 
I, I hadn't deadlifted uh, anything over 317 kilos uh, in competition uh, for, for a couple of competitions. I'd sort of plateaued out. Uh, at, with a stiff bar in, uh, under IPF rules, I hadn't been able to break 317 kilos for, for uh, quite some time. So what I traditionally used to always do was, you know, the same thing, trying to put on some weight on the bar every single session. And, uh, you know, obviously the results showed that it's, it's not something that, that, that worked, right? Because I was sort of stuck at that weight. So this time around, I decided to change things around and um, I decided to rely a little bit more heavily on auto-regulation, you know, uh, employ some more RPE stuff in, into the training and repeat weights where we're required before um, going up. So uh, for weeks on end, I would do the same weight again and again, uh, you know, and sometimes it would fluctuate week to week. So, you know, I'd work up maybe to a top single or to top double of, let's just say, 280, then next week would be 282. Then the following week would be 280 again, you know, uh, then it would be like 275 and then maybe 285 and then eventually a 290, right? So there was definitely no linear progression. It was like kind of up and down and then plateau out, then up again, then maybe plateau out again, you know? It was just this um, uh, unpredictable pattern, right? And uh, I would repeat the same weight until the body would would be ready to progress, you know, until the body uh, has had the adequate stimulus, but also at the same time, the adequate recovery for that stimulus to be able to recover, supercompensate, and be able to go to the next level, uh, be able to push heavier weights. Lo and behold, I deadlifted 320 kilos. Not only that, so I broke, a, broke an all-time PB there with, with regards to deadlifts, but also I broke an all-time PB with my squat and bench press because I because I had the same approach with those as well. And I had much more room left in the tank with my th uh, 320. I could have gone 325, 327 uh, on the deadlift that day. When I pulled the 320, I, I, I knew and I could feel how much more I had left in the tank. That was never the case with the 317 and a half that I had pulled previously. They were always right on the limit, you know what I mean? So... Uh, this, you know, I, I have since doing it with, with Nathan Tennis uh, and until, you know, trying to buy myself, for myself, on myself, I have also experimented it with other people as well. And, and honestly, you, you just don't need to go up in weight or up in stimulus every single week. Uh, it's more about getting it right. And, and I think another thing this is very important to mention here is People, I think, underestimate greatly how far you can be from an RPE 10. So essentially how far you can be from an absolutely maximal lift and still recover week on week, provided the volume and frequency of the stimulus is enough. So traditionally, especially with, with younger lifters, right? It's very common to have the idea of, you know, quote unquote, go hard or go home, pushing things close to failure, pushing things uh, and grinding reps out, you know, on a, on a at least semi-regular basis. And 
I think once you start to sort of push it back a little bit and stay a little bit further away from that point of grinding, from that point of failure, and doing it again and again, do you actually realize that sometimes less is way, way more? And it's really counterintuitive, but it's actually pretty cool once you actually discover it and you start to play with it and see that it is the case, you know? So uh, if you haven't if you haven't tried it, if you're somebody who's always traditionally been, you know, just pushing things right to the edge, uh, close to failure, grinding reps out pretty regularly in training, and you find that you're not recovering, you find that lifts are sort of stuck, plateaued out, they are, or they're very slow in moving, I would recommend and I would suggest that you try repeating things again and again for, for a while, uh, repeating weights, and just trusting that it's going to go up. Stay away from grinding, stay away from failure, let your body recover. The more you grind, the more you fail, the harder it is for your body to bounce back from that session. It's, it's really tough. Uh, you you want to always finish in a strength block at least, right? With a hypertrophy training, that's different. When you're trying to build muscle, you want to be getting much closer in proximity to, um, to failure. That's important because uh, one of the things that you need to do to bring about the hypertrophy is to actually fatigue out as many muscle fibers, as much muscle fibers as you can. And to do that, you need to be in close proximity to failure or even failure with a lot of lifts, right? Obviously, uh, uh, you know, the more non-technical lifts where you're not uh, in as great a danger of, of injury. But we, when it comes to like things like squatting, deadlifting, benching, uh, things that are technical, things that where there are some elements of danger and injury, and, and just you know strength development purely, you don't want to be uh, getting too close to failure. At least not too often. Sure, yes, there are so, there are times when grinding out reps is necessary because it's a skill of itself, right? For for strength sports and especially for powerlifting lifts you know especially third attempts are going to oftentimes get grindy you know that's kind of the point you're going for something you've never attempted before you're trying to squeeze as many kilos out as you can so you need to uh, develop the skill of grinding for sure that's important uh, but um, to do it on a regular basis is going to really detract from your recovery capabilities and to do it in conjunction with psyching up a lot uh, it's, that's just game over, you know what I mean? You can kiss your recovery capabilities goodbye after a couple of weeks, typically. So try that out. Let me know how it works. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be starting punching out much more of these uh, of these episodes. I know I sound like a broken record. I've seen that, said that so many times, but I, I really do enjoy doing podcasts. I mean, I like doing the videos for the YouTubes and stuff like that, but uh, Editing the videos and putting them up can be time consuming on somebody with my schedule. Uh, although I, I'm going to try and still do them, but this is much more convenient for me and much easier. I can say the same, I can get the same message across to you guys. So hit me up, do me a favor, hit me up with some questions, things that you want to uh, know about. I think uh, if you're listening to this on Anchor, you can send me voice messages. Uh, uh, otherwise, contact me directly, either add me on Facebook. Uh, obviously, Amir Fazeli, Instagram. Uh, you can uh, send me emails directly uh, about things that you want me to talk about, things that you want to just have a chat about, feedback you've got about episodes. If you want to tell me 
you heard my voice, whatever. I'm, I'm open to all kinds of uh, conversations. Hit me up. Amir at adonisathletics.com.au is my email. Uh, I'll be doing more and more of these. Thanks for tuning in. This is uh, Amir Fazeli from Adonis Athletics, and you're listening to Bass Plates and Protein Shakes. <laughs>